0: Lickaland are proud partners of True Bloods, and they have everything you need to make your dad's day this Father's Day. Debs, what's the uh, what's the best gift you've ever gotten, Father Baxter?
1: Well, mate, the, last year I actually got him a barista course, which paid absolute dividends because we get a, a nice coffee every Saturday and Sunday morning, mate.
0: Christ Almighty, which my dad made me a nice coffee every uh, every Sunday and Saturday morning. Although um, some of us have actually moved out of home, Debel, so that's uh, probably the big difference there. It is, mate, absolutely.
1: <laughs> it's,
0: your, it's your dad's day uh, and Lickeland has last-minute Father's Day gifts sorted for every budget with gifts from under $30 and 30-minute 30 click and collect. So you can even get it on the day. Check it out at www.lickorland.com.au
1: forward slash specials forward slash fathers dash day absolutely mads and if i'm not so organized uh, this year i can definitely drop in and get that cheeky slab of beers for father baxter if i if i'm not organized
0: yeah well that's probably highly likely i'd say devil um you can also sign up today and get ten dollars off your first purchase for great deals on a wide range of alcohol go to liquorland.com.au or visit your local store please drink responsibly T's and c's apply see online for details okay let's start the show
1: Let me just tell you, boys, it's great. Oh, please, you... Dave, tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar.
0: I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained. It's damaging, Dave. It's damaging
1: disposal. Eddies. I it love, is. It. It is. love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one. Independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. There it is, faithful. The uh, the Swans' season comes to an end, and over Zoom I have the one and only Madison Clark to dissect the one point loss in the elimination final to the Giants. How are you, Mads? Sunday I'm night, fine. yeah, Sunday night here in Melbourne, and I I needed the therapy session in all honesty, Mads. So we're here. What do you think, mate? How are you feeling? What are the emotions?
0: Um, I'm flat because mainly because, I um, mean, I think I've, I've put it in, into perspective a lot today, but I'm, I'm flat mainly because it was ours for the taking. We, we sort of stole, stole defeat from the jaws of victory, if you will, Deeps. Yeah. We, we um, were literally, I, just, I thought it was a foregone conclusion, we were all over them for the better part of 15 minutes. And uh, the, the fact that we weren't, but when all through the season, we've actually, that's been our bread and butter is to capitalize on those opportunities and, and be really efficient um, going forward. Um, so it's so disappointing when we have that many opportunities to to wrap the game up, that we couldn't, we just couldn't get it done. I couldn't, couldn't believe it. I kept going, I kept saying, you know, there was a, there'd be a miss, and I'd be like, "Oh, it's okay. We got, we got ten minutes. We're within a goal." Oh, another miss. It's all right. I've got seven minutes. Okay, we got two minutes to go.
1: Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it really, cool. I made it. Just really crept up on us. Um, I think Hickey. Hickey took that mark in the last quarter with I think 11 minutes to go. And yeah. that would, I think that would have put us in front again like yeah. um, for, for the first time. And I was like, geez, I was like, I sat down and sort of, it relieved the stress from me. I said, Hickey's been kicking these all season, you know, we're, we're going to get in front and then kick away. And we just been yeah. able to get it done. And like i The the stress levels were so high and the boy, everyone was cracking in. i tell you what, you you can't question the endeavour of of any of the the 22 that went out there on the weekend. They were were trying their bloody guts out. But at the end of the day, um, and we've spoken about it all year and it's been a common theme throughout us talking on this podcast, Mads, is if you will drop your bundle for a quarter of footy, a good team will put you away. And that's what happened in the second quarter. Yep, Five goals to one or whatever it was. And we'll play and catch up from there on.
0: So that's, and that's where some of the messaging on social media is actually um, very ill-conceived because if you think we lost, if you think that game was lost in the fourth quarter, you're wrong. The game was lost in the second quarter.
1: Yeah, oh, there, there's no doubt, mate, and there, there, there's so many things that we, we didn't do well. It was it was the junk time goals which absolutely killed us. Two goals yeah. after the siren, um, you know, Malikan was just not able to go with Jesse Hogan. It, it
0: really, it really showed our lack of what we've been speaking about all year. Our lack of a big hulking defender that that can nullify players like that. Because as I said, I stood next to Jesse Hogan in a coffee shop uh, about two weeks ago, and that man is—I'm six foot four. That man towered over me. Yeah, big boy. And so it's like. You know, Rampy can't do a job on that guy. Malakin certainly, certainly couldn't couldn't do a job on that guy. A lot of them were un- ended up un- being uncontested marks. I think he took like five of them on him.
1: Matey, he, he had ten touches, eight grabs.
0: It's so not good.
1: Three or four goals, and so that's it's,
0: it's those things. It's you, you, the, the the coach killer, final minute after the siren goals. Um, just took the it takes it makes it that much harder when you're in when you're in a really hard forward contest and you try and you've absolutely cooked the second quarter and you're trying to make your way back. We knew we would never give up. I was never like, oh, well, it's over, we've lost. Mm-hmm. I knew we were going to come out. But the, the more the more space you give them, the harder it makes it. And, and you just we've said it before, said it the whole year. You need to play four quarters of footy.
1: The only way you can do it, yeah. And we and we played three quarters of footy. Played three quarters, mate. Mm. I don't know. Sort of digressing. Sort of, you know, back to Thursday night selection. I think a lot of the the way the game played out is, you know, I think it was error at the selection table, uh, and it really came to the fore. Um, Colin and keeping his spot. Yes, you understand why with not having Blakey in the side, O'Reardon can, you know, supply that run off half-back, which he, which he did a couple of times. But, I, man, I like, he's had the seven touches. He hasn't impacted the game. And, you know, a play, player like Mills has gone out of the side and so has Braden Campbell. And players like O'Reardon and Bell have played. And I think we, those two selections have been absolutely exposed on the weekend.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Undeniable.
1: Yeah. Undeniable. Look, and, and we'll touch on the James Bell thing, right? That We have to, it's a massive thing that's going on with our club today.
0: So, I mean, give, give me your thoughts first, Steve, and then I'll, then I'll go.
1: Look, and this is this is just opinion and everything that we say on this podcast is pure opinion we're two swannies, nuffies talking shit about our the club right the club we love and and the players and we criticize the players performance that's that's what they you know are paid to do is to play footy at a, at, a, at a top level so it would be a pretty boring podcast if we didn't do that exactly right and his football has not been up to standard all year he played those six or seven games in the middle and there was nothing that screamed I deserve a spot in this side he didn't do anything so much better than anyone else right and then he went out of the side for two weeks and there was no talk in the VFL about how well he was going back there and then we're hit with an injury like Mills and JPK and Bell's the answer no way, no way. Have and and we saw it like when he got. Look, his work rate is very good, right? And he worked so hard for that goal that he got over the top from Heaney. It was a 100, 100, 125 meter effort, fantastic. Yeah. Right? But you could even tell when he got the ball. Then Mads, he he was panicking. He nearly ran the ball over the line before he kicked it, right? And, and this is what you need at AFL level. He's 22 now, Mads. He's been in the system for four years, and I just don't think he's up to the standard. And the way he missed that goal, it's unfortunate, but that's what you're going to get out of a player with, without the experience. And, and you know, the maybe even the ability, right, to do it at the top level, and I, I just don't think he's got it. I I accept he
0: may be well liked at the club. I think I think he's very popular at the club. I accept that. That should not just translate into into games because I mean maybe Deeps. I don't know. Maybe we're completely missing something about about his game. I know there's always a lot of conjecture with Tommy who who really rates him. I just I, I've tried to look at it objectively yeah. and look at the games he played during the season and look at the game that he played yesterday. Now, he has had six touches and kicked one goal one, right? Now, he, granted, had four tackles. So that's, so that's good. That's, that's a little bit more of what, of what you want to see. Didn't do that a great deal during the season, though. So there was no guarantee that he was going to do it now. And I, that's not to say... He, he is not the reason that we lost the game.
1: No way. No. He is
0: not the reason. So, as I said earlier, for people to be messaging him and bullying him from the uh, comfort of their couch in their parents' basement is disgraceful. And he's removed himself from social media now, and it's not good. You don't want that. You don't, want, you don't wish that upon anyone because it would be hard enough as it is to play AFL footy without copying that sort of shit from people, from fat, overweight, unathletic people telling you that you can't play football. However, that does not change the fact that what you are saying is 100% correct. He, for mine, is unfortunately not up, to, not up to AFL standard, Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, mate. Um, it's not like
0: it, it, it's you, you need to kick that goal. If yeah, you don't kick you know, another goal all season, you kick that goal. Yeah. He was 15, 20 meters out. Yeah. Should be able to do that with your eyes closed.
1: Yeah. It's it's just 100% not good enough. And, you know, there, there's a few, you know, the chances we had in that last quarter, it all comes out of conjecture. Like, you know, Hickey's got to kick that one, you know, Wixie even. You know, if he had a little bit more poise, and he probably could have ran, settled, and kicked the goal from 10 metres. You know, it's a, these are the things that happen in finals pressure footy, and I, I totally understand that. But, yeah, it's just, you know, if you're going gonna... yeah, want,
0: I want to... Now, I want to just give you another side of the coin to that, right? That, these are all the things that should be done. But Deebs, we had what, 10 people playing their first final?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a different kettle of fish, a finals game.
1: Yeah. It's a
0: completely different kettle of fish. And what, what we, what, it's about patience. We weren't really meant to be there this year, right? The perspective has to come from the fact that this, this outcome today, oh, yesterday, sorry, it would have been a whole lot worse if we had just rolled over and let them beat us by 45 points after halftime, which I was probably more nervous about at halftime because you've got a lot of guys without finals experience and, you know, there's, there's a chance that you can wilt under the pressure. But we didn't. And that's a really, really good sign. And so I think some of those situations, like Wicks, like McInerney, like Bell, it's, it's born out of never having felt that sort of pressure before. It doesn't excuse it. I mean, you should still be able to do it. You're a professional AFL footballer. But I, I think we'll be all the better for it.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. And it's, yes, yeah, look, Mads, It's at the end of the day, it's just it's bloody gut-wrenching. It's, you know, we put ourselves in the game. You know, we we don't rock up for a quarter, and we and we come home with the wet sail and two goals seven in that last quarter, which, which you know should have been, you know, five goals four at least. Um, and what we, we
0: do need to mention, if we're we're mentioning Wicks, McInerney, um, Bal and Hickey, got to mention Buddy as well.
1: Yeah, oh, that's at that's, the end of the
0: day, Buddy. You played well. You're a fantastic We God knows we all love you. But that's what we're fucking paying you to kick.
1: That's, that's what you're getting round. the money for. Yeah. Two minutes to go. Your spot that's on your bread and butter. Your spot on the ground. It's Buddy's bloody flank there. And just didn't flush it. Didn't flush it. Didn't get the normal right to left that he gets. And, yeah, that was the bloody nail in the coffin nearly. That one. It was... Um, you're like shit, you know. We we even got marks inside fifty. That's that's the thing. It's that first half, Mads. What what went on there? It was yeah. It, it was rushed football. It was bad. we were probably I wouldn't say dominated, but we we're definitely on top around the ground. Um, we were in every
0: statistic. We were dominating
1: first, first half, but the forward entries, Mads. the, the bombing on the head was yeah three it was two years ago football like stuff that we used to do and we we haven't seen it like that for it for a little while definitely not sort of you know the last eight to ten weeks we just hadn't seen that but once again my mum that's the pressure
0: mum texted me um because she was watching with dad (laughs) silly choice (laughs) mum um he after after all that he just he's never been able to deal with the the bombing it in and and being so buddy-centric and he just, I reckon it happened 10 times, Deves. He's never been a good contested mark. Yeah. I don't know why he would suddenly turn into one. Yeah. Like it, it was astonishing that it just kept happening. And I thought, okay, quarter time, horse is going to sort this out.
1: Kept fucking doing it. Yeah. He kept doing it. Yeah, mate. It was, and yeah, just the weekend really showed You know, that first half, they just put scores on the board and we just couldn't stem the flow. They were going in and scoring at an insane conversion rate. You know, I think the normal sort of stat is, you know, it's between 20 and 30% for the the amount of entries that you go in that you actually score from. But they were up at like 70, 80%. And just the the structures weren't quite there. And I, I think with, playing a player like McInerney, I think ramps took it upon himself on the weekend to be a lot more creative off halfback. And, you know, you coming off his player a little bit more and just when you, when you are playing that creative role off halfback, it's, you know, it's offensive and your, your defensive mind isn't as strong as like a, you know, what Tommy McCartan was, um, and Rams definitely has the ability to do that, and I thought his game was quite okay on the weekend, but mm-hmm. I, I think just well it was wrong at selection Mads and when those teams came out on Thursday, I was, I was flabbergasted. I, I could not believe Bell was back in the side. and after what Campbell did on the weekend, he, he didn't deserve to be dropped. He had done a, showed a lot more than some others who have played throughout the year. And uh, but it was more so like, look at the
0: week before.
1: Yeah, like you, you're literally picking him on precedent. Like he he did the job. He had the prerequisites there. He his ball use inside fifty is what we needed on the weekend. It made it was wrong from selection, and I, I'm sure they would be putting their arms up now and saying we got it wrong.
0: Because if you're gonna if you're gonna be without Mills, the Rolls Royce. I honestly think Campbell is, it, just in terms of kicking ability, he's a like-for-like.
1: Like. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, yeah, just had a bit of a stink about it from Thursday. And they're, they're our bogey side, the Giants. They've got us three zip in finals now. And, you know, that's a bit of a, you know, something to carry out. Like, they have that over us now. And we're going to have to fight against that every time we, we come up against them, you know? Yeah. It's – um. Gee, it's just a bloody frustrating one, Mads. And mate,
0: McCartan it, should have been on Hogan every day of the week.
1: Yeah, there was no change, mate. That's another thing. Um yeah, oh Mads, it's it's just one of those games, mate. And just the for to have it on our own boot, I just can't get over it. It's it, was it should like, have
0: been one of our famous finals victories.
1: 100%. And it just would have rolled in so well into next week. We would have been getting players back. and We would have beaten Geelong. Oh, the story's there, mate. Like, it's there. But it's a, it's a past memory now. And it is, unfortunately for me, Mads, it's a missed opportunity. It's Yes, it's great. We've done all, like, we've outperformed our expectations this year. We've gone from 16th to 6th. To five wins to 15 wins but that doesn't change what happens week to week and it's a missed opportunity and it's going to sting like you you saw those boys coming off on the weekend they were yeah. they were gutted horse was but Dave, gutted. I think
0: I think as the week as this week goes on I think you will you will start to you'll start to think about it differently it's mate they're just they're just so young and and have, this this happens yeah. this happens this happens so frequently it's not this isn't anything unique. You finals football is different, and and wh- why do people talk about finals experience being so critical? Because in those situations, you do deliver if you've got if you've got the experience under your belt. We had ten guys there that had never played a final. Yeah. You you get uh, trust me, you're, you're gonna at a point during this week, you're gonna go, do you know what? It it's okay. The sun will rise tomorrow. Yes, we missed an opportunity, but at the end of the day, we we are coming, Deebs. We are coming in a big, 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 big way. We've got to cut a cut a few of the, the dead weight off the list yeah. and, and go again. We we're yeah. gonna be a force to be reckoned with, Deebs. And didn't happen for us this year, but but it will.
1: Yeah, mate, the, the off season is going to be huge for the club, and that's where we can can go to that next level. But we'll touch on some of the outstanding performances that we saw on the weekend. Captain Courageous, he's, he's Paul Kelly esque. Luke Parker has just been putting the side on his shoulders for the, the body of work he's done in the last three months. He's absolutely mammoth and stiff to miss out on a, an All-Australian selection from Iron Mads, and he's just unheralded, absolutely unheralded. Yes,
0: he is, um, and, well, he's just mammoth. He stood up, stood up whenever need, needed to, took contested marks, um, got a lot of contested footy, had, what, 33, did he? Yeah,
1: 33, 34, um, yep.
0: The thing is... There's all this bloody contract talk, right? All we're going to do is we're going to wait and delist people and then give him a contract offer and it'll be fine. So there's nothing to worry about there, I don't think.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you, mate. Um, you know, he so,
0: was godlike.
1: Yeah. No, he was huge, mate. He was huge. And one I want to touch on who was huge and his game was mammoth and i don't think many people who aren't part of the swanies faithful would have really recognized it was george's game on the weekend oh massive mate he's he's had the the 1920 disposals but he's had the 13 tackles mats and six clearances it it was a beast performance like that and His heart was in there and bloody tackling the house down. He said, What did did I say? He had 13 tackles or something berserk like that. He was that cracking in, mate. And you never question George's endeavor. He was, and it it makes this, you know, contract situation. You see a game like that in a final and you're like, Shit, you want to keep George. And we do. Like, I I had a few conversations today. They're like, Oh, what? You're happy to let George go? No, we're not happy to let. George go. We want to keep George. Yeah. But it's just like thinking about it practically is uh, are we going to be able to keep him with the money that's going to be thrown? Probably not. But he was awesome on the weekend.
0: He was phenomenal. He he was that was really, really an embodiment of of Blood's culture, you know. 19 disposals, 12 of them contested, um, went by 74%. As you said, at the 13 massive tackles. Um, can we just track back to Heaney for, for a sec?
1: Oh, mate, talk, talk, um, talk to me.
0: That, that, the key thing is, see, we don't... Buddy's not a great contestant, Mark,
1: but, boy,
0: whenever you see Heaney one-on-one, you just know he's going to take that mark. Like, when he had the sit when he was, um, you know, like 25 metres out, just on a slight angle, and it was just one-on-one, he just had the sit, and you're like, this is as safe as houses. Yeah, he's just he's it's taken a while he's still building but he is going to be one of the best players in the competition maybe he's just a late bloomer and as soon as he finds that consistency in his game he's going to be going to be phenomenal and he did see this is the the benefit of finals experience steves he he kicked those goals he took those opportunities you know yeah because because he's Had had that time to sort of develop and not not be overwhelmed by the moment. Yeah, that's my point. It's those sort of guys that that you know your Parkers, your your Heenies that that got it done when they needed to get it done.
1: Yeah, Heen's was massive, mate, and that was a big change in the way we played. You know, first half compared to second half, half, it was it was buddy centric um in the in that first half with the bomb inside 50 but we started to isolate Heaney in that second half and geez he 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 took the game by the scruff of the neck it was you know it was was a bloody courageous you know game that Heaney's put up and you know kicked that one from the boundary the set shot and you know he hasn't been the most reliable set shot in the past but he took it all under his wing and just executed and was massive. And he, he tore the head off that game. And he that's who he wanted to get it to. And he was he was great, mate. It's um, he's a talent, as you say. We, we talk about him all the time on on here. And yeah, look, we, can he get that consistency into his game as a second and third tall? Um, I bloody hope so. But it's a hard position to do it, mate. It's, especially when you got a bloke like Buddy in the side.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, I thought Errol Golden. That is a man who did not get overwhelmed by the moment. Yeah. He. Do you remember that? Remember that take where he just did that blind turn yep. and just
1: spun out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, mate, it was huge, and then yeah, hit the target. God, is exciting. It, it does not get more exciting than Errol Golden. I, I just love how he uses his shoe. Like he's had the fourteen touches there. Thirteen of them were kicks and. That's what more players need to do: is play to their strengths, and that's what Errol does. He he never tries to do too much, and it's a mature head. It's but yeah, but also he
0: he waits, even if if he's playing on, he will take the time, wait, and find the right option. He doesn't just he never you'll never see that man blaze away.
1: Yeah, no, he he was bloody awesome, and there were another one, mate. Yeah, go on.
0: Another one, Rowie. I really liked Rowie's game.
1: Yeah, he, he crashed in. He, he wanted it. Like you could tell he was just given 110%. And that's what we, we as I said at the start of the show, we cannot question the endeavour of any of the, the, the 22 that went out there. They all gave it a crack. Um, but, yeah, Rowie's game was massive. He had the, the nine tackles, 15 touches, and, yeah, it was really good. He he
0: was more like the Rowie of twenty twenty. I thought.
1: Yeah, and that that's just the young body, you know, coming off an injury, and as he's put strung the games together, he's got better and better and better. And you know, he's one who who can really take us to a another level next year.
0: Yep, absolutely, uh, absolutely. He's he's going to be a key cog. Even guys like even Malikan, I thought for the criticisms that we have of him. Um, Oh, with his work on Jesse Hogan, thought his final quarter he he really stepped it up and and kept it. He was one of the key people who were keeping it locked in our Ford fifty.
1: Yeah, like look, and he got a fair bit of the ball. Took it, took a few grabs. It was, it was just that oh, when he got isolated with Hogan, you know, the three or four times that it happened, he just had to make more of a contest, and it it wasn't if it was you know fast Giants footy out on the break and, you know, he's got a, a, a clear easy lead and out on the lead or anything like that. It was a contest, Mads, and just got outbodied too easy and it was just, oh, mate, when, when we um, started to sort of break even in the game halfway through that second, qu- second quarter, you know, they banged on the few goals early and then we did sort of level it up and, you know, we got within three goals going into halftime and then that Hogan goal at the end of the second—that was, that was just that killed me. That one it was just like we're doesn't it with...
0: just kill you?
1: Doesn't it just kill you? It it really did, mate.
0: You know who um, I reckon was a bit flat? Yep. Dorso.
1: Yeah, um, it's, it's funny. Once again, I was having a, having a chat to a mate about the game. And uh, he said, how did Dorso go on the weekend? I said, yeah, he was off. He was off. He, he's had a, a massive, you know, six, seven weeks of footy. It, it's been real big. But I think they did sort of didn't allow him the space, as they didn't Lloyd, really. Um, what, did, what did Lloyd have in the end? Lloyd's only had the 21. Um, I think the Giants made a a really concerted effort not to give the time and space to Lloyd and Dorso because that's where our, you know, game starts is off half back in the wing with those fellas. But, um, yeah, they... Well,
0: they, they, they negated Lloyd in the same way that I think we negated Whitfield.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just a real run with roll, and yeah, you, you can't when when a game is based around that, you can't let those players go. Um, so look, the giants kudos to the giants. They, you know, they definitely nulled the influence, but um, hopefully, you know, Dorso signs on that dotted line, and we we get him back for next year, and he he'll go again. And we we've seen the player that he can, uh, you know, he can be. But yeah, definitely yeah, thought- wasn't a stunning game from him.
0: No, when at sixty seven percent. Um, I thought Papley looked lively and dangerous, but just reviewing it, he he actually went at 38%, which hurts you, especially because he was playing in the middle um, for a fair chunk of the game, which I liked. I really liked. Um, But, yeah, he, um, he turned it over nine times, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I think that was, yeah, perhaps. You know, try and take the game on, and you know, probably taking a risk or two that more than he probably would have. But he's definitely a yeah. talent in that middle. Um, he can find the ball and has good um synergy with the players in there with Hickey. And you know, I definitely when we've got you know our full midfield group going, I I think that. Makes Papley's influence in the middle going to be greater. There's not not as much sort of responsibility on him, but he was lively up forward, mate. He did what he could, and you know he tried tried his bloody guts out.
0: Like they all did, Devil Like they all did.
1: That's it, Madswell, mate. It's uh, can I just say? Yes, go Shane on. Shane
0: Mumford is a thug. <laughs>
1: He is, mate, but bloody Shane Mumford played fucking well on the weekend. He was the yes. highest. He was the highest ranked player on the ground. Can you believe that? The highest ranked, highest ranked player on the ground. How, mate? Let me have a look at his stats. Yeah, get him up. As um. Hickey's game was, you know, it was Hickey-esque. You know, he's had the thirty-three hitouts, five marks. You know, just didn't kick that goal. It's nearly the perfect game from Hickey if, um, if he does kick that goal. But yeah, Mummy was the highest-ranked player on the ground. They've had the thirty-six hitouts each, two marks, three tackles. Not too sure how it happens, but I just,
0: I just. Fail to see how he could be the highest-ranked player on the ground. I failed <laughs> to see that. Yeah. Is that a champion data thing?
1: Uh, I think probably, probably. Yeah,
0: fuck champion data. Um, <laughs> um, but he's a, he, I, I, don't, I don't like him. Uh, I don't like the way he goes about it, to be honest. Um, just before we go to a break and get to some social engagement, it would be uh, silly to not touch on who I think is probably – I reckon he's probably one of the best players in the comp. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think you know, I used to hate him, have a lot more respect for him. Uh, but Toby Green, um, I found <laughs> what he did absolutely bewildering. Let's just get your thoughts on that, Dave.
1: On, on bumping into the umpire? Yeah, mate. It's, uh, it's, it's the white line fever that Toby gets and – you just can't. You can't. You just can't do it. It's as simple as that. You've got to. You can't make contact with an umpire. It's. It's not during the game. It's not an accident. It's like you know where you're walking. It's like they were talking to each other. Uh, yeah, it's not a good look for the game, and you know I, whether they suspend him or not. I'm not too sure, but or well, they they kind of they kind of have to. If they don't. They
0: just have no balls if they don't deeps because it I know they changed the bloody interpretation of these things so frequently, but it, it was an automatic week previously yeah. uh, for unintentional contact. And that was completely intentional. I found it to be almost quite an intimidation tactic in in, yeah. in a way.
1: Yeah. The- What's the ones we, we've um, had in the past? Was there one with Tom Hawkins where he sort of... Yep. Slapped
0: yeah, he, his hand away.
1: Yeah, they're like a, they were like talking type thing during game. And he got a week for that, didn't he? I'm pretty sure. Yep.
0: And there was Lockie Neal as well, but I think his was a fine. Yep. I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure. But that they, they kind of have to make an example out of him because it's about, you know, he's one of the marquee players of the game. And if you want to be sort of sending a message at grassroots level to kids, um, that you can sort of do that to an umpire and not get suspended, you know, he's got to get at least a week, surely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He he just finds a new way to get himself in hot water, that guy. Um, But yeah, look, it's not on and most likely he does, um, you know, get suspended, but. Yeah, his first half was impressive. We gave him too much space and, you know, he put it. How do you leave him alone at a stoppage inside? uh, This is something we have not touched on yet. The forward 50, our defensive D50 stoppages were an absolute disgrace in that first half, Mads. It happened, they scored four goals in that first half. From forward fifty stoppages, and that is not good enough in a final. There, it's nah. a disgrace. It was so so bad. The marking, the yeah, around the ball, it was shocking. And that's yeah. That, that it was it. Was just
0: crazy. it was uh, what 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 really pissed me off is it just looked far too easy. So the, those four goals, it's like there was, there was no pressure on the ball carrier whatsoever. In, yeah. in that scenario, you have to be playing man on man. Yeah. You can't get sucked into the contest. Yeah. Let Hickey do it. Clear it out a little bit so we, can, so we can clear it.
1: Yeah.
0: You can't get sucked in. You can't have four people around the contest and Toby
1: Green running into an open goal. Yeah. It's yeah. outrageous, Debel. It's outrageous, Mads. And- this is the thing, it happens once. There needed to be someone to stand up and say, This is not happening again. And they got to be aware, but it happened. That's two, where we missed three, Two, three, four times. The, the structure around at the contest was not good enough. Not good enough. And, you know, that played a big role in us losing that game during that second quarter.
0: Let's not go out on a negative note. We've had a fantastic season. The boys gave it an absolute crack. It was, it was. I mean, I'm never going to watch that uh, that game again, personally. Um, but it was one of the classic finals. Um, we'll be, be, we'll be back next year. I have no doubt about it. I, th- I know we'll be better for it. Um, but what I do want to get to on the other side of the break, table is
1: a little bit of social engagement, Matts.
0: And don't we love a bit of social engagement?
1: We love it, man? mate. We'll, be back. we'll we will be back right after this. While we take a break
0: from talking Swannies, Liquorland has been there for Sydney supporters from wooden spoons to finals wins. Don't forget Father's Day is this week and Liquorland has you covered for these last-minute gifts. Get 30-minute click and collect uh, from your local store and relax knowing your present is sorted.
1: Yeah, I man, it's just a... a Friendly reminder, as we just heard, it is the 5th of September. Now, I heard you had a bit of a run-in on the weekend with a, a mix-up in dates.
0: I must have uh, must, must have had a bit of brain fog from uh, Saturday's proceedings uh, because, look, I, I did call him and say Happy Father's Day. He said, you, you absolute fool call me next weekend. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put that in my phone as a reminder. Thank you, Debel. Now, remember also, you can sign up today and get $10 off your first purchase. Just visit www.lickland.com.au. Please drink responsibly. T's and C's apply. See online for details. Let's get back to the show, Deeble.
1: Welcome back to True Bloods. Deeds and Mads just reviewed the disappointing loss to the Giants and for our social engagement this week with, We don't have it in us and there's nothing to look forward to this year. So we're just going to hit us with with the post-game social interaction, Mads, which we must say it's been the biggest of the year. It's, it's been massive. We've had 200 plus likes and over a hundred comments, mate. It's massive and everyone was hurting last night and it's, it's a, it's a bitter pill to swallow, mate, but um. It's good to see the faithful getting around each other and, you know, some positive and not so positive comments were, were thrown on the post. But are there any particular ones that you want to go with, me?
0: Yeah, Richard Long. Went down swinging all the way to the end. Had our destiny in our hands. Can't help but be super proud of the boys for season 2021. We'll be back hungry next year. Now we need to turn our attention to re-signing our sons. And might, yeah, and that's a good point and some someone's going to get squeezed out. In fact, as a point of reference, I've been hearing Dill Stevens to, has requested he wants to go to the Pies. I don't know how substantiated that is as yet but but I think that'll be the same and that'll be very disappointing, Deibs because that's our highest draft pick in five years and if he goes that'll annoy me. That'll annoy the shit out of me, Deibs.
1: Yeah it, it would. It would if Steve-O left the club but we would be getting at least the first round pick back in return. I would have thought. Um, I don't have picks. Well, he doesn't get there. You know, at the end of the day,
0: it might be a future, but you were surely we're not getting rid of him for like a yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it has to be someone good.
1: hundred um, percent. I'm going to go with Damien Arnold. Big demo. Yeah. Big contributor to the show. Yes. He says a tale of two halves. Bombing it in and then missed opportunities amazing result given finished 16th last year but gee we were the better team today and just couldn't get it done how were we zero goals six in the last 10 minutes i will never understand
0: baffling isn't it
1: <laughs> it's, it is but it's pressure it's pressure and you know, we've done it all year. We've taken every chance we've had. And, you know, that the kicking for goal has been, I think we're the second most accurate team in the comp. And the one time, you you know, you don't come to the party, as they say, Mads, it's, it's really nipped us in the butt, mate. And then we're going to be licking our wounds over this one for a, a long, long, it's going to be a long off season, Mads.
0: I, I don't know. I, I'm still. I'm, I'm. I don't know if I'm in lockstep with you on that. I think. I think it's. A, it's all up to. It's all up to how the coaches deal with this, right? I. I think. You got. You got two ways to look at it. You can lick your wounds all. All, um, all off season, or you can just get back to work, knowing that we've got a really good young side, and um, and we're going to compete for for many many years to come. Um, but it stings. Fuck me, it stings, David.
1: <laughs> um, See, I, I think you're very good at talking, talking your way out of the emotion. It's it's no, like I, you build, oh, you, build the, you know the narrative in your mind to outweigh the emotion. That's what I feel you do very well.
0: No, well, I I didn't I didn't talk for about half an hour after the oh, game,
1: mate. I like, did not talk. It took me 45 minutes to come back down.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, and my phone was going like my phone was going ballistic all the way through the last quarter. Yeah.
1: And
0: I just, I couldn't, I couldn't bear, I couldn't bear it. I couldn't bear it. So, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely emotional about it. I just, I just don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to look at it more, more glass half full.
1: Oh, it, than, and, and there's you know, no way, no doubt that that's where the club sits. It's, it's glass half full all day. It's, yeah, and there's so much. I would have been.
0: Shattered, table If we'd been beaten by fifty points,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's when I'd be I'd be more aggressive about about this. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah. No, definitely. Um,
0: I've got one from Rebecca Hamilton. Yep. Yeah. I've only ever cried over a loss <clears> twice: <throat> grand final loss in two thousand six against West Coast, and then again today, both by one point. Shattered. We fought back so hard, very proud of our boys this year, but, geez, today really hurt, which I think is uh, a very uh, usual uh, and standard sentiment I'm seeing from the faithful.
1: 100%. I'm going to go with Scott Fitzgerald, he says. It hurts big time, but so pumped for the next few years where you're building a bloody good team. Well done, Swanies on a great year of footy in different times, but looks like the norm. From here on in, go the Bloods. Yep. Um. Yeah, the, Look, and it's probably something that hasn't been spoken about enough in mainstream media is how we, we were away for 10, 10 weeks and on the road and that takes its toll and, you know, it's – yeah, it's, we've done a bloody tough, the Swans and the Giants. That's probably the good thing about the weekend. That it's not an excuse because – the Giants have been through exactly what we've been through as well. So that, that, that's a good yeah, thing, it, that one less um, use to draw. Um, but, yeah. Oh,
0: let's be honest. The big, the big difference, I think, is finals experience. Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah but it, it's something that uh, – and we, we've spoken about it all year, Matts. The four quarters thing, that's one thing we did not get a lot this year was four-quarter performances. And that's what you sort of look at. I hate to use them as an example, Mads, but have a look at the Demons last night. They put in a four-quarter performance in a qualifying final. They've had the the experience of finals, you know, a few years ago now, but they had it there. They've been stung and they've come out and, and nailed a performance like that. And that's what you need to do in finals. Comprehensive. Four, four, four quarters of footy—that's what gets it done on on the big stage in September. And yeah, And we, we can say, being honest, we we have not played four quarters enough this year.
0: And and I, but I think that I still think that comes down to a lack of experience. I yes. I, I I honestly think the two are very very much intertwined. And, and I think that the more this group plays together, uh, the more games they have under their belt. Um, it'll it'll get it'll get better and better because remember you know Melbourne um, the year before last and last year very very seldom played four quarters of footy and it's just gelled for them this year yeah you know there's a blueprint there's a blueprint to winning flags it's you you get you get all the right personnel while they're young you have a few years you get into the finals. You, you get stung. You come back. You regroup, and and you you win a flag. That's how you build towards it. So that's why that's why i'm 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 very i'm very hopeful. I'm very optimistic of um of, of for the future.
1: Absolutely, mate. And Yeah, look, the the foundations are there, and we uh, you have to draw back on it. You know, we're ahead of schedule. We we've pulled the you know the the rabbit out of the hat this year, and. Outperformed expectation this year, and yeah, moving forward, that the, the off season is going to be huge. And I think we we might do a bit of a review pod next week. Um, you know, just where the list sits and what we expect out of the trade period, what we need. Um, even you know, we might put the feeler out to the faithful what they want us to talk about um, next week. But uh, yeah, so one one pod to come after this one, Mads, and uh, that all about see us out for the year, mate.
0: I reckon it will. Um, should we do qu- quick? Um, just uh, end of week one of finals. Who do you think wins the flag from here?
1: From here, Jezza, um, I think. I think Port are just built to win a grand final. Um, yes, Geelong weren't great on the weekend, uh, and Port just got it done. Um, you know, comprehensively, not not dominantly, um, but I think they're just building something pretty special there and they've got the cattle and you know, the likes of Boke and Wines in there and then you've got Charlie Dixon, you've got Lear putting on performances. They've got a, a great footy side there, mate, and that, that's my tip.
0: I tend to agree. I Melbourne looks bloody good.
1: Yeah, yeah, that they, they, you know, four-quarter four performance and you know, the power they have in their midfield is insane. Um to have the best Tap Bruckman in the leg in Gorn, and then you got Oliver and Petrarca in there, two beasts of the game. And yeah, they're they're gonna be hard to stop, no doubt.
0: Look, um, I agree. That probably wraps it up. We've probably um I think we've talked it through. This was quite cathartic, Table.
1: It was, mate. Um, it was. It's uh yeah, it's a it's a tough one, mate, but um Look, we, we digest it, you know, I'm sure I'll be looking at it different in a week's time, um, you know, once the, once the dust settles. But, yeah, just an absolute stinger, mate, absolute stinger. But we're, we're all that proud of the club and we're moving in the right direction and, then, you know, there, there's not too many complaints, um, you know, supporting the Bloods at the moment.
0: It could be worse. We could uh, support Carlton.
1: Or calling, um,
0: <laughs> but um i do want to again thank the faithful the listeners of this podcast the followers on our social media for, for such a brilliant year for creating so much buzz and energy around sort of everything we've done and everything uh Swannies related it's it's great to have have a community to, to, to where everybody can have an opinion, have their say, um, because, you know, I think a lot of people wouldn't have uh, that many mates who are Sydney supporters as well. So it can be hard to find people to talk to. And I feel like we've um, got, got a great platform for that now. So, so we can't thank you enough. I mean, we, none of this would, would be at all possible or worthwhile without, um, without all of you listening and, and engaging with us. So thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Big thank you to the faithful. Um, you know, Mads and I wouldn't do this uh, pod every week if it wasn't for the faithful. We love talking to you guys. You know, we, we love you dropping a message to us and it, it's just good to have the community uh, behind us. And that's why we do it, Mads. It's a, uh, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun, but that all ra- That wraps up our, our year from a footy aspect. Um, we will be back next week with a uh, season review and, uh, you know, looking forward to the trade period in our list and that type of thing. But until then, True Bloods, this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast, speaking words of wisdom. Uh, up uh, the Swannies!